Welcome to Ponder Park, the podcast on personal development, tools, tips, and things that actually work. I'm the host, Brian Irwin, and I hope you find something life-changing in every episode. But enough about me, let's begin. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the show. Today we're going to cover the concept of thinking deeply about simple things. Now, I don't know where I had heard this concept for initially, but it stuck with me, the idea that we could take something, anything really, and just sit there and think about it. And when you're thinking about something, you're really just asking questions about the thing. Connected to this idea, as far as my notes go for this show, is the idea of using your past as a source to learn from. Now, what does that mean, and how do we even do that? Notice I'm using questions to even think about this concept. So what you do is take any area of your life that you're not happy with or that, you you know, it doesn't even have to be that you're not happy with it. It could be an area that you're extremely happy with it. And you ask the question, what do I remember that I did to get that thing to happen? Like, how did I get to here? And this initial question allows you to kind of mentally try to pull and extract the past. Now, I know a lot of people that just live in the past, constantly talking about the glory days. And I've been guilty of this. I've had really highs in my life. And and as a result of being really high in that sense, having really big lows. And I don't mean in terms of drugs. I mean in terms of like success and then kind of not the failure. I wouldn't call it failure. I, you know, when you're in a sense of a state of successfulness, and then what do you call it when you're not in that state? Are you still successful? Maybe not to the same extent, but you take with it the knowledge that you had and the, the skills that you had and the experiences that you had. And the only thing you lose is whatever was present in that moment. It could be finances. It could be a state of a mental state. It could be a physical location, right? So we go further and we say, how did we get to where we're at? You know, and I'll use an example of like, um, well, weight loss is a good one. If somebody's overweight, or let's say their feet hurt, right? And those are typically connected. Uh, what did I do to get here? Might be a difficult question. I've learned this over the years, that when you ask a question, you don't get an obvious, like, quick, fast answer to it. You need to ask a series of smaller questions in an attempt to break apart that larger question. It helps you better understand that larger question. And so instead of what did I do to get here, it would be what am I doing yesterday and today that's keeping me here. So that's an interesting idea because it's it's aimed at the same goal, but it's a very different question. And it causes you to look at this very differently. And the whole point of this podcast is to take things that actually we can use today and produce change in our life. I know the idea of making your bed as a simple act of discipline triggers this kind of chain reaction where your mind starts to look for other areas of discipline in your life. I found that, and I, you know, to be frank about it, for the most part of my life, I've been pretty lazy. And I've noticed that these kind of discoveries happen as I start to bring a discipline in, I, I realize kind of all the other areas where there's no discipline. And it, it goes to follow, like if you're not a very disciplined person, of course there's going to be areas, other areas in your life that are disciplined. And if you bring discipline in, of course you're going to notice uh, the other areas that it starts to affect, right? Your, your life is a lot more complicated than we like to make it, yet it's simple in a sense. 
So those two questions get us a little ways. And another question would be, if I were to do things today completely different than I've done them yesterday, what new results would I get? And if we're still using the context of weight loss, you know, the simple answer with that is calorie countering. But it's not just, it doesn't just stop there. There's, you know, sugary drinks and consistency and eventually exercise. When you're first starting out, I know that a lot of people, they just start going and exercising. And, you know, that can be good. But if you're out of shape and you have injury, it's better to dump off the weight in the beginning. As, and then you start building the strength. You know, you've been carrying around that big whatever load. Well, it doesn't really matter the amount. And as you start to dump that off, you still have the muscle. So you're now stronger. And exercising becomes easier. And not to make this all about exercise. We're just using that as a, an example. Let's say finances, you know, because that's another big one. People are in debt. College students get in debt. I've been in debt. I have college debt. And so if we look back... If I were to go back to the time when I first acquired the debt and ask the question, what was going through my mind? What was my thinking like? Why did I feel like I needed to get that debt? The purpose of this, the purpose of using your past as a teacher is you have so much. You personally have been there. You know where you've been. You were there along the way. And if you're being honest with yourself, these questions and the answers that you get, you write them down or you think about them, It's better to write them down because then you capture them. When you ask that question, you can keep asking the same question and you'll start to get, the longer you stick with it, the more deeper answers you'll get. You might even find subtle things as a result. I know that sometimes as a result of doing one thing, there's some byproduct that shows up. And that byproduct is a result of the thing, the change that took place. And we don't necessarily always notice the byproduct of a thing. What does that mean? Started weight loss and serious about it when I actually you know month in two month in three month in four month in the byproduct that showed up was realizing that I had struggled I never really asked the questions to understand prior to that what was going on or maybe it was that I didn't uh, understand the right questions to ask so getting back on the central theme using your past. The thing is, you're not limited to just one. I would say, uh, make an account of your life. You sit down with a pen and paper and you say, what are all the areas of my life? And I'll give you the five that are just kind of typical, spiritual, financial, physical, which is your body, emotional, social, mental. I added emotional. That doesn't normally come up in, in that little wheel of life idea. And then you can say, okay, in the area of my, let's say, personal relationships, how would I rate them? You know, the area of um, kind of public, like friends, acquaintances, and then all the way up to the intimate relationships. And then how would you rank them, you know, from one to 10? And the cool thing is once you go through this exercise and you do every area of your life, you get a good little mental snapshot of where you think they are right now. And you could also add it a step further. Okay, if this is where the, everything is, what would make it a 10? Unless something is already a 10, I mean, then you would say, okay, how can I double that? How can I, you know, make that a 10 again? <laughs> This is what we start with. We take this idea, this using the past as a way to learn and grow. The thing is, you carry it with you all the time. You don't need any money. You can sit down. I mean, pen and paper, what does that cost, right? Um, You get a tablet. I'm talking about the old school way because you can crumple it up and throw it away when you're done, just like you could with a digital one. But there's something tactile about that, picking that pen and paper up. And So I'm kind of old school in that regard. So once you go through this process, <clears throat> you look into the past, you kind of mapped out your life where you think it currently is. You, you've, you've 
thrown some arbitrary, you know, tens on where you, what it would look like if those things were that way. What do we do with this? Once we hear, once we're here, how do we move forward? Well, that's the challenge, isn't it? I know that if we don't know that we're doing a thing, we can't possibly change it. So part of the answer is learning about the thing that's causing the thing. But once you get these answers, you look to the past, you say, okay, what am I doing to get here? What if I were to stop doing it tomorrow, would stop producing the results that I'm getting right now? And this actually gives you a blueprint. I mean, it's all across the board. You're covering kind of every area of your life. But it gives you stepping stones, little individual pieces. And I'm going to add another idea here just because I think it makes sense and it resonates with it. I know a lot of people I've talked to over the years when you or when I've brought up the idea of, you know, them starting their own business or losing weight or and these tend to be the major ones that people hit. Income, weight, relationships, right? A lot of people ask, do you read? They say no. And that doesn't mean that they're bad. It just means that they're giving themselves a disservice. Like if they were to change that one position in their life where they started reading, it opens the door to all kinds of stuff that they could want. And I don't mean reading fiction. Fiction's good if you want mental candy. It really is just a, it's a good way to spend time. But what do you have at the end of that time that you spent, right? You're going to be in your life for the rest of your life, however long that is. And so it's up to you how you want to spend it. I know that's kind of obvious. So here's the idea. You bring up something fantastical, like, why don't you start your own business? And they come back with, yeah, well, or yeah, but, and here's, they give you a list of all the things that are stopping them, of why they can't achieve that. And I never understood why people did this. And it happens a lot. You kind of have to be trained out of that kind of thinking before that doesn't really even happen anymore. See, part of the process of goal setting is to look at all the obstacles that are in your way and list them out. I mean, if you have obstacles but you don't address them, how are you ever going to go past them? You're not going to pretend that they don't exist. If they're legitimate obstacles, they're legitimately there. So what happens, it was an epiphany I had one day about this thing, this little list that people get back. Our brains are so smart that they're actually giving us a list of things, a list of micro goals that we need to set in order to achieve it. Now there's the 80-20 principle, like when you, uh, 20% of the things you do gives you 80% of the results. So we could do the analysis on that little list of obstacles to find out which ones that if we were to overcome them would give us, you know, get us 80% of the way there. Most people get that list and think, oh, I can't because of this. But that list is actually part of the solution. That list is, they aren't reasons that you can't do it. They are things that you need to address in order to do it. So it's, it's remarkable that people will come back and if we take an idea that we want, some really big goal, and we get this big list right there, well, it's important to write that list down because those are obstacles, those are objectives, those are things that we need to address in the process of getting there. I think it's amazing that our brain, a subconscious level, spits that out. And people, for whatever reason, give up when they hear that list. The reality is that list, I mean, just because you came up with it doesn't necessarily mean that's everything you have to address. And there's things you can do if you do the 80-20 that will get you most of the way there. And if you were most of the way there, you'd be so excited by the progress, you wouldn't even care about them. In fact, I think a lot of them would disappear, those ideas, those obstacles. That's it. You know, we start with the idea of our past. It's a kind of a vault of information, a vault of mistakes, a vault of things we've done good. And then a series of questions that we can address. You know, there's more questions. It's not just um, what have I done to get to where I'm at. It's what am, what do I keep doing that keeps me here? 
Um, if I were to do one thing different today, what would have the biggest impact on this area? What is something that I can do that would have the biggest impact on this thing? And I know a lot of times people think nothing. Well, that, that's not true. It's never true. Uh, that's just your first stab at it. Your first lunge to get an answer. I've found that the longer I stick with a thing, you know, going back to the idea of thinking deeply about simple things, you find kind of a gold mine in a question the longer you think about the thing. When I came up with the idea for this podcast, I was at work, and I was just thinking about the idea of lifestyle design. A simple thing, a lifestyle design. Two words, lifestyle, design. And I was asking the question, what does this mean for me? What would this look like for me? If I were to design my life, what would that look like? What are the things I'd want to see in it? One of them was a podcast. I like to talk. It kind of makes sense to have this outlet to share the ideas that I've had, that I've collected. One is a, a digital archive for myself. And I keep them simple, the podcasts, so that I can, they're kind of topical. I can search them up pretty easy. And then they're not bloated. They're really just about the thing. Really, the title for me is the trigger that makes me remember, oh, that concept. And if I really wanted the analogies and the examples, I would just sit and listen to the podcast. And so there we are. We have this new opportunity today to use our past. You can take any area of your life and start asking the questions. And really what we're doing is choosing to be honest. See, we've chosen up to that point to kind of ignore it and pretend it isn't an issue and pretend it's not a problem. But when you ask the question, if I could change anything in my life pertaining to my finances or my body or my relationships, you start to get answers, which means on a sub-level we're not happy with that. So there you go. I hope it's been beneficial. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the show. If you have any questions or comments, you can find us on Twitter at PonderPark or our website at PonderPark.com. Until next time, take it one ponderance at a time. <laughs>